Hi, welcome to another episode of Wendy Says Things. Recently, I've pulled out uh, an old notebook. I've carried this notebook around for a while, years, um, on some notes that I've taken about trauma recovery and some of the dynamics of it and some of the ways uh, coping mechanisms, these coping mechanisms, or anyway, it's about trauma recovery, and I thought about writing a book about it, but there's actually some really good books about trauma recovery out there, um, and I didn't feel like writing it out, but I thought that what I would do for podcast-wise is talk about some of the concepts that I've outlined in it, because I think that they might add a little to the story, to the canon of trauma recovery. Um, some of the ideas in here come about from conversations that I've had with Marin down through the years. Um, it's been good to have somebody who we can bounce, who I can bounce, I, you know, when you step back, you can step back from what's happening and you kind of try to look at it more objectively. It helps to talk things over with somebody else because it can help give you a little bit of distance from the situation to see the greater dynamic of it. So, for instance, <coughs> and I know that I'm not alone in this particular one, so this one, what did I call it, crisis, confusion, and clarity. So, Hema Chodron wrote a book uh, about uncertainty, being comfortable with uncertainty. And um, when we're not, so when we're not comfortable with things being uncertain, then, and, and this isn't just about trauma recovery, because a lot of people do this who, who have other issues going on too. But so, you precipitate the crisis. You precipitate a crisis in, a, in, a, in an uncertain situation in order to get relief from the uncertainty. And then it ends the confusion. So, for instance, when if you are dating somebody and you are not sure what's going on instead of allowing it to play out naturally the tendency and this is usually very subconscious is going to be, if you're uncomfortable with the uncertainty of that, is to precipitate the crisis that ends the, re ends the relationship and now you know, now it's a no. <laughs> and so, it ends the confusion. Now there's relief from the confusion. What you don't get then is the, the learning that comes with having played that out to the end, that uh, sitting with the uncertainty to see what's going on with, um, with the situation, the opportunity to improve 
skills to navigate that uncertainty because now the crisis has been precipitated. You get the relief. You're no longer obligated to go through that learning process. But of course, the problem is without exploring kind of what <laughs> what's going on there, you, you don't get the benefits that come from following the the situation through to the end. Now, it'd be different if you just wanted to end the relationship because it's not working for you. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about one that looks promising, but it, there's just uncertainty, and so that's uncomfortable. And that uncomfortableness leads to like, ah, I really need, I need to know what's going on, and the only way to know is to precipitate it. But you don't have to take responsibility for ending the relationship because now the crisis has been precipitated. So I did write some notes here on breaking the cycle. Um, ideas about ways that, that you can navigate kind of beyond that. And um, number one I have on here is to talking to a counselor or a trusted friend to cultivate perspective, to get, uh, to step back and to check your perception of what you think is going on, um, to journal. I know I do, um, I did, after I got divorced, I did a dating journal where I, I read books about dating and relationships, and I wrote in, like, things, qualities that I looked for in people and ways I could delineate kind of what's happening, you know, these are good things, these are not good things, and I think for some people you get these skills a lot younger in life. I mean, I'm 51, you'd think maybe I would know this, but um, I had a really rough upbringing emotionally and physically. Um, I had a lot of trauma to kind of try to deal with, and then I was married for 20-some years, and so really got this, this one idea of what relationships can be like, because I didn't really date much before I got married. So I'm using relationships because they're kind of, it's just easier to see the dynamic, I think, because a lot of people will trash a relationship. Um, instead of ending a relationship, for instance, instead of ending a relationship because it's not working out, if they don't have good relationship ending skills, they'll trash it or sabotage it or precipitate the crisis so that it ends without them actually having to take responsibility for sitting down with someone and saying, hey, this is ending. And this is where a lot of ghosting comes from because instead of people having the conversations like, this is really not working for me. There's just, just a relief to be like, I'm just not going to talk to that person again. So, you know, and that, ha and that happens, and I'm not judging that. I'm just saying that I think a lot of that comes from just not wanting to deal with it. I think there can be a great deal of value in uh, addressing or having the conversations. Um, but, of course, I'm not a big have-a-conversation person. Um, so... First is cultivating some perception and getting a little bit of distance to see what's going on and to evaluate. There's a, on different levels. So what's going on internally, you know, your feelings, your emotions, your <clears throat> state of mind, um, your spirit. You know, there's also uh, the dynamic with the other person. What are the facts of how 
how is this dynamic is, with the other person? Is it like, is there good communication, you know, or are there places, you know, that are orange flags or red flags or yellow flags where you kind of need to evaluate whether or not you want that kind of dynamic in your life at a practical level because you can have all kinds of feelings for somebody and the feelings, while true and valid, may not lead to establishing a foundation on which a relationship will actually work out. So things having certain things in common, certain values that are shared are extremely important. And if they aren't there, a relationship is likely not going to work out. Or trying to force that relationship is going to damage one or more of the people involved. So the second point that I have written down here is to cultivate discernment and intuition. And that's to really pay attention to how you're feeling when you're with the person, when they're not there, you know, are you over romanticizing the situation or the person? Are you seeing them clearly? Um, are you seeing your own reaction clearly? Um, and then to find the areas where you're like, oh wow, I really made a mistake in this relationship. So now what, now what do I do? How do I correct it? How do I, you know, do I need to apologize for it? If I do need to apologize for it, what can I do to, to correct that behavior? And these kind of mistakes and exploration lead to experience, which, you know, in the end maybe makes us all a little bit wiser. And it's good for every kind of situation. It's good for work situations. It's good for friendships. It's good for <coughs> your relationship with your own kind of daily life. Um, because we're trying to break the habit of the sabotage of precipitating a crisis to reduce uncertainty, to have relief from the anxiety or the anxiousness or the discomfort of not knowing what's going to happen. So in brainstorming these kind of ways, you know, you can, if you don't know, you can go to the person, you can say, hey, I don't really know what's going on here with us. What, can we talk about it maybe? <coughs> um, you can have those hard conversations. You can, and then the third here I did, I talked about journaling. Oh, I have an extra note here that says sometimes just be confused and that's really hard um, to sit there and be like okay I don't know what's going on it's okay I don't have to know what's going on it's none of my business what's going on with the other person because maybe it's not you know um, maybe even trying to have a conversation is a way to precipitate a crisis depending on the situation so that's where you go to you know a friend or a confidant and say, hey, you know what? I'm having an issue with this person and I don't know if I should talk to them about it or if I should just let them resolve and you can get maybe somebody else's, some outside opinion. And, and then the problem, so trying to have an outside observer or someone to talk to without becoming dependent on it where you can't make a decision or you can't decide for yourself or you can't trust your intuition because you're waiting for someone else to tell you what to do. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about 
having the other person tell you what to do, but to get try to just get another opinion about what they think is going on and and just having the opportunity to talk through it the the action of talking through the issue can often bring clarity so i think there's a benefit to the expression beginning of expression where as you're kind of outlining it the truth about the situation becomes clear simply because somebody is listening and holding space for you to get to that conclusion on your own so that is so then you come to figuring out what to do why to do it how to do it and when to do it to take responsibility for the situation to sit with the uncertainty to have clearly decided what action needs to be taken if any why you're going to take that action whether it's the action to do something or the action to not do something um, how you're going to do it and when what's the good timing for it so kind of brainstorming and envisioning how to handle the uncertain situation you can perhaps avoid creating the crisis that precipitates a feeling of relief that's a false relief because if you lose a relationship or a friendship or um, a family member relationship is troublesome so because of a because of the confusion about a situation instead of precipitating a crisis it's learning the skills to navigate that uncertainty with um, a curiosity with uh, a wondering like okay so if I do or if I say this and I'm going to handle this like that so 